Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Cost involved in buying a commercial property. A lot of people think that the only cost involved in commercial property or that commercial property is actually more expensive than residential, but it's not true. We're actually buying shops and retail shops and office spaces around anywhere from five hundred to seven hundred thousand, and we're looking at warehouses in regional for you know anywhere from five hundred to seven hundred thousand. But on larger format freestanding buildings, one point two to to one point five to even two mil, getting really good solid tenants. So it's not that more expensive to buy commercial than it is residential. However, the loan to valuation ratio is higher. In, in residential than it is in commercial, which means that you can actually borrow more in residential than you would commercial, but the cash flow is better in commercial. So it's a bit of a give and take. However, in residential, you can you can borrow up to 80%. In commercial, you can also borrow up to 80%. And that is for a, a low doc loan if you're self-employed or PA or in your own business, consultants, etc. If you are PAYG, then there's 70, 75% loans available. So a deposit in commercial property can range anywhere from, tw- to, from 20% all the way to 35%. The one big difference that re- that commercial have that residential doesn't is that if you don't have servicing, you're not working and you're retired, you can still buy commercial property because there's a thing called a lease stock loan where it's not affected by whether you're working or not or your serviceability is relying on the lease to service the actual deal but in order to access that you need a large deposit you need 35% however when you buy commercial property just like residential there's some cost involved there's stamp duty there is um, personal building reports strata reports legal fees and maybe potentially you know, buyer's agency fees or other search fees that you're not aware of. So listen to this podcast and let me walk you through the different type of fees, especially when it comes to maybe uplift projects, um, set and forget, and also the variety of buying in different states, how they vary from state to state. So let me show you and let me show you how much it costs to put a deal together in commercial. Today I'm going to talk about deposits, costs in buying your first commercial property. So Look, loans for commercial property are very different from residential. You can have your low doc loan, which is 80% LVR, which is 20% deposit. Full doc loans where you're PAYG, submitting your pay slips, your bank statements, you know, expenses, liabilities, all of that for between 70 to 75% LVR. So when I say LVR, loan to valuation ratio. Or if you car service, not working, and just um, or you have a lot of residential or at the moment you just can't show an income or even if you've been bankrupt before or all of those things there is what's available as lease stock loans which is based on the lease itself to service the debt on, on the property and that's 65 percent LVR so you know that requires you to come up with 35 percent deposit but the other thing you got to think about is costs right unless you're buying an ACT or South Australia where there's no stamp duty and no land tax for commercial property you are going to need to come up with at least five percent extra to cover off your uh, stamp duty in certain areas like in Victoria the stamp duty is 5.4 percent so you need to come up with a bit over five percent but also the other cost to consider is your legal costs your pest and building, what you need during due diligence, which normally for some people can be simple as pest and building, a slider search, 
or strata report uh, or for others they might want to do engineering reports soil tests and and all sorts of feasibility tests depending on the type of property you are buying so typically when you're looking at a deposit for commercial property we are looking anywhere from 20 percent so if you're buying a million dollar property a um, 200 grand plus cost, so 250 on a million dollars on a low doc loan of 80% or up to anywhere from 400 to 400,000 if you're buying a million dollar property if you need to go through lease stock rather than servicing, right? So there is a variety, right? And what suits you may be different from someone else. And the reason that you would use a lease stock loan over a, a loan for a uh, a full documentation loan or a low doc loan really depends not only on your circumstances but what you hope to achieve into the future so for example if you wanted to buy multiple properties and you also want to do some resi resi deals or residential deals or you might be in the middle of doing some developments and you don't really want the servicing from your commercial to affect you doing other deals like residential or maybe you have lots of residential you're planning to do lots of residential or you're committed to actually having um some residential uh, developments in the future then the lease stock loan is the way to go because with lease stock loans they're not testing you for servicing it's a much simpler loan much easier and you don't have to provide so much documentation yes it's going to require more money in but remember one day as the value of the property goes up you'll be able to pull that money out as well so when you're looking at deposit obviously everyone wants to start as low as deposit as possible uh, but of course your circumstances change and your circumstances different so you got to think about your circumstances and based on your circumstances you've got to work out what exactly is the best way forward and whether it's using a smaller deposit or a larger deposit is really the way to move forward right now, not only that, some of the things to consider is obviously for every transaction, there's legal cost, and we like to, in Unicorn Commercial, like to limit that by using particular, particular solicitors and lawyers who actually know what we're looking for in the leases and contracts, and they automatically put that in. And we also then have, uh, we also then have uh, other parties that we work with that we know are going to give a very good value cost. So, for example, Peston Building in certain country towns, certain areas, they can make you wait two or three weeks before and, and a very high quote. But because we do it so much and so often, you know, the local people are um, using, you know, we, they know that the costs are much lower. It's like with solicitors, we get much better rates because we do it in more volume, we refer them a lot of clients. So, that's also one of the reasons that uh, by you know utilizing our solicitors that's that gives you the benefit and that reduces your cost as well but some of the other costs to think about is your depreciation uh, reports in the future which you may need when you buy a property and also you might want to talk to an accountant during the process to talk about the tax minimization and also setting up your entity so typically when someone are buying commercial property they buy it in there in a discretionary trust with a with a corporate trustee underneath which means they can distribute the income and also later on the capital gains as well but if you're doing a development you might want to be using a company and have uh, no directors in the company with you or a joint venture in that case now when I talk about you know the different deposits what I'm saying is that these are the deposit you need for kind of your set and forget properties if you are looking for to buy a property that is a development or have uplift potential now there are different loans and different deposits now developments um, part of the they can look at the end value now developments you are going to be required to put a lot more money in than you would your other your other loans 
And if you're looking at uplift properties or properties that doesn't have set leases, you have to be able to service it. So you almost always a full documentation loan. Or if you have a lot of deals out there and you don't want to do a full documentation loan because you know you're not going to qualify, then the best way to do it is a um, what they call a no doc loan. Basically, you sign and go. It's very high interest rates. It's about two percent above the average interest rate. So if the average interest rate goes to five, this interest rate is going to go to seven. Right? It's going to go to seven. And what that means is that um, you're going to pay 2% above. So on a million dollars, you're paying $70,000 in interest for that property. Right? And for some people, that's not a break-even point. It might They might make a loss on it, but the whole idea of buying a vacant property, putting a tenant in, and then... Um, creating the and then creating so the value of the back end is to to then flick it or sell it or or refinance it so you go into a more normalized loan so that the extra two percent which is really twenty thousand dollars when you look at it because you would have paid five you know five percent anyway which is fifty is really the cost of doing business and that holding cost so you can't really look at it as the whole seven percent you're gonna look at the five percent and the additional two percent but with something like that, it's a 70% or a LVR, so you're coming up with 30% deposit plus 5% cost. So on a million dollars, $350,000 including costs. So these are some of the deposits you're going to need getting into commercial property. Now, how would you continue to roll on and get more deposits? Well, at some point, you're either going to buy in an area where it's a hotspot area where you know it's going to boom, and that means that you buy into the area before it booms, right? Not when it's booming or in the middle of a boom, before it booms. So when the area is still rough and dirty, it still have a lot of um, things that's going to gentrify, still a lot of industries coming out, a lot of white collars going in. There might be some developments. You're not going to find the perfect leases, the perfect tenants. You're going to buy somewhere where it's not perfect, but what you do is wait out the time and it will gentrify and that's when you pick up that growth. Now that might happen in as little as two years or three years or it might be five or seven years depending on what your long-term goal is. Now that's going to let you help you to refinance so something as it gentrifies you'll get high the, the returns be will be better in the capital growth. So you might want to refinance at year three, then look at year six and year seven as well. So maybe two lots of refinance in the future to do two lots of deals. Alternatively, you know, going forward to a property where you can create a manufactured equity, create the uplift, that's going to get you doing there faster, 12 to 18 months in a faster period as well. Uh, but either or, you're going to need some strategy. You're going to need someone who can build out a portfolio and strategy. At some point in your investment journey, especially in the commercial space, not only will you need set and forget properties, you are going to need an uplift. In order to do the uplift, you are going to require mentorship. You're going to require someone to be able to help you and do the fizos and give you the numbers, someone to give you guidance on whether you're paying too much for, for it or too little for it, um, someone who's going to give you some guidelines, drawings of what can be done on a property and what can't be done. And that comes from pure experience and that's also one of part of the reasons you join the unicorn community where we are going to be able to help you with the uh, with not only understanding creating cash flow foundations in terms of building out your your cash flow position so that you're ready to do an uplift but also to educate you because when you do an uplift you need to understand you, you need to understand the capital growth, you know, as the metrics in an area, you have you have someone who can tell you what to buy, but most importantly, what not to touch, because old buildings and old premises can have all sorts of things that could end up doubling the cost of your uplift as well. So not only have you to think about deposits when you call uplift, but also the additional cost of the uplift as well. So when you look at a commercial property overall, think of two things. Firstly, 
How much deposit do I have to get started? Secondly, do I have the capacity either in time or money to be able to devote to the project to be able to uplift it? If the idea, if the quick answer is no, then buy a set and forget. So those are your 70% to 80% LVR loans. So loan to valuation. So you need a 20 to 30% deposit or lease stock um, at 35%. So as long as you've got that, you can sit back and collect the cash. And if you buy in regional areas versus metro areas, you're going to get more cash. But if you do have the time and energy to devote to an uplift then if and the answer is yes then you owe it to yourself to have some education some mentorship understand exactly what it is you're getting yourself into and then do that in commercial and then you can roll on and roll on and so on and so forth so again if this is something you're looking for someone to help you in your journey someone to actually um, mentor you reach out to me helentarrant.com uh, unicorn commercial property uh, reach out to us send send us a contact us form let's jump on a strategy session but also the most important thing i want you to know is i have to show you this guess what my book is about to come out right so this is cashed up with commercial property helen tarrant uh, now the link below to pre-order is there uh, the book should arrive uh, around bookstores around australia first of september so very very exciting this had a lot of work going into it all the strategies are in there as well so order the book and um and off you go to um and hopefully uh, reach out to us as well and we can help you build that portfolio in commercial property so until next time let us know what topics you want and we're going to be starting interviewing a few more people. We're going to change our um, the scope of our, our videos um, from the 1st of September. We're going to go to one video a week. We haven't decided what date it is, but I'll, I'll let you know. We're going to one day a week and we're going to do interviews of key people around the industry. We're going to share with you some stories from our clients and we're going to bring to you what other points of views are about interviewing, about you know basically investing in commercial property. So so now you know the cost in commercial property and what it takes and how much it costs to put a commercial property deal together. Maybe have a think about where you're going to get your first deal and how you're going to get the deposit for your first deal and then look to see what you can do to get your second deal. Sometimes when you're buying your first commercial property deal, you need to start thinking where you're going to buy a second one. So is that buying through your self-managed super fund? Is that a refinance? Is that a sell of one of your residential properties? Or potentially you're saving up for your next commercial property purchase or you're doing an uplift regardless of whatever it is the most important thing is to keep looking ahead to roll from one deal to the next one to the next one and have a plan in place and a strategy in place this is why you should reach out to me helen tarrant at unicorn commercial property so we can do a strategy session and we can help you build that cash flow rich portfolio so the link is below click on the link and also don't forget to pre-order my book and i'll see you in the next podcast You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.